You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the show. I just wanted to kick it off today by saying thanks to everybody who's been listening recently um, and downloading and subscribing. It's been great to see the feedback of people who are checking out the show and enjoying it. It looks like we're going to be at our all-time record downloads um, this week, and so that has been so awesome to see. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about... One of the questions that I've gotten online, and that is how I go about sorting some of the collections that I buy. So that's something that I want to cover today, and we'll get into it after this quick break. Starstock is a new trading card marketplace which is preparing to go live in April. Their goal is to be a faster and cheaper solution to sell cards, and they're looking for sellers who want to be some of the first to have their cards available for sale at launch. I'm going to be testing the platform with my own submission. They're offering a 5% sales commission with no other submission or processing fees. You send in your cards and they do all the work. Cards are insured and stored in a vault and you can have your cards shipped to you at any time. You'll be able to buy, store, or flip cards at the push of a button. If you're interested in learning more about getting involved as a seller and getting your cards onto the site for launch, contact Mike Kuchera via email at mike at starstock.com. They're looking for sellers who have rookie and prospect cards of current players for the major sports. For more details, contact Mike Kuchera at mike at starstock.com or go to www.starstock.com. All right, let's talk a little bit about how you go about sorting some of these large collections. You know, whether that collection comes from Facebook Marketplace purchase, maybe an LCS purchase, or even some of the smaller type collections than, and big lots of cards that you can find on eBay, you've got to have a strategy on how you go about sorting it. And there's a few things that you got to keep in mind. There's some keys that all boil down to the best approach to sorting some of these collections. And you've got to start with how you sort depends on how you collect or how you sell. Because the way that you go about sorting, you know, it, it really depends on what you're planning to do with these cards after you've sorted them. And so do you build sets? That's going to take one way of sorting. Do you um, put together team lots or player lots? That's going to be another potential way that you'd have to sort. You know, what is your overall goal for what you want to do with these cards? You've, you've got to know that before you can design an optimal sorting strategy for these cards. The one overarching rule, no matter how you you sort, no matter what you want to do, one of the overarching goals is that you want to touch those cards as few times as possible if efficiency is something that you care about. And so today I'll talk a little bit about how I sort, and that's going to all be driven by how I plan to sell and how I plan to collect. And so keep that in mind. Your specific strategy might be slightly different than that. But all I can really do at this point is cover how I do it based on how I sell and how I collect. So my primary strategy involves getting some empty boxes, usually either five-row boxes or three-row boxes, just so that I've got enough space as I start to put them in their appropriate pile. And I, I start with six different categories. I start with a box that'll be all the cards for my PC, cards from these collections that I want to keep for myself. 
I've got a box for things that I think will go to ComC. I've got a box for things that I think will be good for eBay, box for show cards, box for sport lots, and finally, a big box for bulk. And so when I start to go through these these cards from the collection, I will try to figure out what makes the most sense for them. You know, there's some of the boxes that I'll buy will be a box full of top-loaded cards, and I know those are most likely going to be some of the nicer cards, and so that kind of pre-filters a little bit for me. I I know that those are most likely either going to be ComC cards or eBay cards, potentially some of the higher dollar show cards that I want to put out and display um, to attract some people at my table. But if you get a box full of top-loaded cards, a lot of times that is going to be a a starting point for what is going to end up in your ComC box or your eBay box. And then next I'll look at some of the other bulk boxes and it sure is nice if they're already somewhat sorted by set. You know, so sometimes I'll go through and there'll be a few different monster boxes, but there'll be a whole run of 500 or 1,000 um, base and insert cards from Top Series 1 or from Heritage or Allen & Ginter or something like that. And that gives me a head start to know that, yeah, those are probably going to be things that I'm going to need to set aside in my Sport Lots box and eventually... Um, we'll start to to break down into numerical order. And so, you know, I'll start to go through some of those things. If it's a big junk wax collection, I'll go through it and start to pull out some of the stars from the junk wax era and pull out the the Nolan Ryans and George Bretts and Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Bo Jackson, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, etc., uh, Michael Jordan, you know, all of those types of guys, and so that I can put those into my um, star organized boxes at the show, or I can have them ready to go for maybe a bulk sale online or something like that. And so, as I start to go through these things, I do that initial sort of the entire collection and put the things into one of those categories. And I reserve that bulk box for everything that really doesn't have monetary value on an individual basis. If it's a bunch of base cards that I already have listed on sport lots and already have plenty of them in that inventory, I'll go ahead and bulk those out. A lot of the commons from the junk wax era, I will put in that bulk box. And eventually, once I get that big enough, I will sell off all of that bulk on a big Facebook marketplace ad. And so that's my initial approach. My initial run through these collections is to piece out each of those things into one of these six categories. Again, a ComC box, an eBay box, a show box, sport lots, bulk, and PC. And so then once I do that, I start to, to take it to that next level of organization. You know, ComC, I'll just do a confirmation that the things on ComC will sell on there for a dollar or more. Um, typically, that's my target for ComC is to find things to send in that'll sell for at least a dollar and be the lowest on the on the site. And so I'll do a confirmation on all those ComC things and then ended up packaging them up and send them on to ComC and, and get them on their way. On eBay, that's going to be a little bit longer of a process because of all of the individual listings for those. And so I'll typically have that box of eBay items set aside and I will gradually, you know, every day take a handful of those and get them listed. And so that's kind of how I've approached that. Next up are the Sport Lots boxes. And sometimes those can be some of the most um, time-consuming 
to sort through depending on how much organization was already done by the person I'm buying the collection from. Sometimes you get those dream collections and the person already has them in number order and that's just uh, the perfect answer for sport lots because you can just take that number order and start listing immediately. You don't have to do any of that sorting yourself. That saves a lot of time. But when I do need to um, do some additional sorting before I can list, I go ahead and start doing it set by set and gradually work my way through through those boxes and get those cards listed on sport lots. And depending on how big the collection is, you know that really depends on how long it's going to take. One of the things that I'll try to do if there's any kind of question about, you know, is this going to be worth it or not, is look to see, you know, how many cards do I already have from that set? And the ones that I do have, have they been selling well? Is it a popular set that might be worth the time? Or if it's something that's on there and there's already hundreds and hundreds of each base card listed, that might be one of those things that I just go ahead and decide to to move on or pass on. I've, I've actually, even though Heritage has done well on sport lots i've actually done that with a few large heritage lots that instead of sorting and organizing and listing additional copies i'll go ahead and bulk those out into a a medium flat rate box and just use a sport lot auction to sell off an entire medium flat rate box full of heritage base cards and so that's another avenue that you can you can do if it's one of those sets that's popular enough to generate interest but maybe not popular enough or has a lot of individual cards listed already, you can go ahead and do maybe a a sport lots auction on some of that. And then last but not least is, is the big bulk pile. And usually once I get up to 20, 25, 30,000 cards that I've um, accumulated that I don't feel I can do a lot with individually or at shows, I go ahead and put all that together and put out a Facebook marketplace listing and and sell off all of that excess in bulk. And that's a way to to kind of clear some space and move some additional inventory. And so I know that's kind of high level and it's kind of specific to the way that I approach selling, but that's how I go about organizing and sorting some of these large collections. I do an initial sort by the major categories of, of things that I'm either going to keep or or grouped by how I plan to sell them. And then I start to go individually piece by piece and get them listed or sent off to ComC, listed on eBay, um, put in my correct show box, or start to put them in individual numerical order for sport lots. And so I hope that was somewhat helpful, at least as an initial strategy or plan of attack when it comes to some of these large collections. You'll need to modify that strategy based on what you want to do with the cards, but at least gives you a place to start when it comes to how to to even approach something like this. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you find that helpful at all. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can reach out at TheMikeSummer on Twitter. You can send me an email at WaxPackHero at gmail.com. You can search for WaxPackHero at Facebook or Instagram. That's another way that you can get a hold of me. And uh, Or you can just leave a a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's a, a great way too. And another thing is this would be a great question for the Hobby Hotline. And that's one of the uh, 
shows that I'm a part of that's on Saturday mornings. And there's a, a variety of us hosts that have this the live call-in show. And so we want you, the hobby community, to, to call in and ask questions like this, whether it's how to collect, um, ways to, to source cards, anything like that. We, we want to hear what is on your mind. And so call into the Hobby Hotline on Saturday mornings. Follow Hobby Hotline on Twitter for more information. Well, I think that's going to about do it for today. So until next time, I hope you go out there and you find some great collections of your own and you apply some of these strategies. I'll talk to you soon.